All right, y'all. Episode 42 of I Said What I Said podcast starring your girl Jazzy. And we are still social distancing. I am at my home. Sasha's at her home. And so is Shakima. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing this week on this fine Saturday inside? Mm, it's cool. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's not cool at all. It's boring. Very boring. Very, very boring. This shit is whack as fuck. Not on the aspect of just wanting to go out and party. It's a damper on me personally, just my emotional state. Right. I can't. I can't move the way I want. I can't. I don't feel like I'm accomplishing the things I want to accomplish. And I see people talking about, oh, well, if you don't come out of this with a different type of mindset and something like, how am I supposed to move? I can't fucking leave the house. I'm sorry. That's not how I get shit done. Yeah, I ignore people when they say shit like that. If you yeah, don't come you out to. here with a hobby, like fuck y'all, like leave people about? alone. If you're confined in your home, you either make the best of it or you just stay in a sour mood and just become bitter about the situation. Well, if, if, if you're working from home, break, break. you really can't pick up a hobby, though. Like, if you, maybe, like, if you lost your job or something like that, then, oh, but maybe, but... But there's a lot of people after, like, if you look, there's records that shows after each recession, people come out making million-dollar companies. So it can't be all that bad. It's not, but don't different. like don't do the like oh your way. Yeah, don't preach yeah. and tell people what to do. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, hey, like I came out. I'm coming out here le- learning how to do fucking um not less braids. So hey, whatever. I probably there already already knew how to do them. I just had the time to it sit down. You to do it. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's like that's what the, they're saying. Like it's making you do things you never thought you'd be able to do. But again, I guess. But it's people out there that's like, that like have like a like say it like you know real like looking down on people. Like if you don't do this and that, like maybe people. I feel like at this time, maybe if you're doing a lot, if you're always on the go, I feel like this. You should take this time, you know, just to like relax and relate and regroup or whatever. Just take the time, you know, that you never really had before because you know you can't get back time. So I'm actually like, yeah, I'm taking this time that we have, like you know, to really you know, see the things that I can, like, you know, I know that I can do, like, when it comes to, like, doing my own hair, forcing myself to do my hair, and, you know, really pushing myself with my eating habits. I think this quarantine is really, you know, showing, like, the self-control that I can have when it comes to, you know, eating food, because we have nothing else to do. Right. So, I'm really, like, that's really, that's mm -hmm. it. That's mainly it. Yeah. Because we really don't have the, like, unless you, you know, I mean, you can, like, if you, whatever materials you need, you might be waiting a minute for it to get delivered. But, I mean, I guess it's something good, you know, pick up a trade or do something, like, you know, that you always wanted to learn how to do. Try to do it, you know, I guess. Oh, yeah. How's y'all mental been since the last episode, episode 41? A what? Your mental. Like, your mental health. No, I don't know anymore. Right. But that, like, when I'm when I'm talking about people, like, necessarily coming out and saying that you have to, you know, come out with this kind of thing. I'm not saying that people can't do that. Of course, you can pick up a trade, you can find a hobby, you can develop that. That's gonna be out of this motherfucking world whenever this thing is over. It's just the mental states of certain people and what this virus is doing is not allowing that, and mm-hmm. that's just being real. It's not, I don't have the mental capacity to want to think of something like that right now. And that's for personal reasons. And I'm not saying that for everybody, but I think just people need to be a little bit more empathetic when they sit there and they point fingers or say something like that. And I'm ignoring it because I know how to ignore, but other people don't know how to. Right. You can't tell somebody, do this, that, 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 and the third, and you're breathing. <laughs> it's like, let's just, let's just keep it real. It doesn't work like that. So uh, that's my biggest concern is people's mental state because this shit is this shit is different. Yeah, I just can't wait for it to all be over. Honestly, it's just the fact that you know, any other day or any other day weekend, you know, I had the choice if I want to go somewhere. Now I don't have a choice, so it's like it's forcing me. In which I can say I have seen a really big difference, like with my bank account, because I realized, like, damn, like I really be going out like that. Like, Facts. that is true and it's just like 
knowing like looking at my bank account and stuff like that even though it's my living situation is like it's kind of on the basis of paycheck to paycheck but not really you know where i have room to do like do what i want to do but i still consider myself paycheck to paycheck because if i can't you know if i know if i'm not living the way i want to live you know between each pay period i feel like i'm still living a paycheck to paycheck but not having somewhere to go like it's like damn like i got all this fucking money left over it's like what the fuck like paying you know cell phone car no you know still paying other bills it's like damn i really got a lot of room to breathe like bitch what the fuck do you really be doing on the weekends yeah, it, it, it can, during this time, it can build a resilience and it can help people like um, practice better saving habits or spending habits. Because even, it's not like niggas can't shop still. Right. You can still shop. Because they got nowhere to go. Yeah, and exactly. And that, and that can tame a shopping habit that you might have. You might think like, well, I need money for my necessities, so let me put this aside. You might like to see the fact, some people didn't care about the fact of watching their bank accounts stay the same and like having money be in it like people have anxiety checking their checking account it can help but um i mean that's for the ones that are fortunate enough to still begin their, their direct deposit so it, it, it can build it can build some structure within within ourselves the way we spend especially as americans we we, we spend frivolously because we have the means to mm -hmm. so it can it can teach some discipline so that i guess that's a good thing yeah I guess. I was on Pretty Little Things today, shopping. My cart's pretty nice. I can put some tops in there. They got 50% off right now. These websites ain't doing shit for me. I'm sorry. I don't see anything. I just got some tops. Like, I think like two pair of pants, but yeah. So, um, do y'all have a, um, a song or mood of the week or anything? No. No? Lauren, Lauren Hill X Factor. I was oh. listening to that. I would say I've been listening to that damn um that playlist somebody made with uh what's his name is it I don't know how to say say his name with John um, Janta John, yeah and Neo and um yeah. I haven't heard um Marcus Houston that girl in a long time oh that was a good song and I was like damn like that was like you know I was jamming or whatever so I'm like I've been playing that so but actually Wait, Neo wrote that or Janta wrote that. I can't even say his name right now. Girl, I don't know. It might be... I don't know. Let me actually look that up. Because it has the playlist and it has who wrote... I think John wrote that, but that was yeah. a really good song. Yeah, Marcus it was. Houston had, Marcus Houston has some, um, some really good... Um, Girl, now he is Jehovah's Witness, now. honey. Knocking on doors. Oh, wow. Yeah, he know. You know he married um, Chris Stokes' daughter. I didn't even know he was married. Honestly, he fell off, and I didn't. I saw him in like a movie on BET with Megan Good, and mm -hmm. that's the last I heard of him. What is um? What's Neo' real name? Neo? I have no clue. Oh, I think Neo wrote that girl. Yeah, Neo did write it. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they were talking about it. They were talking about it on Joe Budden's podcast, and I think then that's one of the songs they brought up. Like, damn, I forgot about that shit. That shit hit when he put it out there. So yeah, it was Neo, I think. Yeah, I think Neo wrote that. Schaefer? Is his name? Yeah, I think so. I, Get know, I thought Smith. Neo's real name was Neo. No, <laughs> <But> girl. <okay. laughs> Alrighty, it don't say. Know. Wait, do it, it did you mean songwriters or producers? Because songwriters just say Richard Williams and then Carmen Dorian, somebody Smith. That ain't none of them. So he must, um, he probably wrote the song, but he didn't produce it. Because Neo and, both Neo and Jonathan, I'm going to call him Mr. Austin. <laughs> both, of them, <laughs> both of them are songwriters and producers. And that's why people were saying, um, with the battles, should they do songwriters against songwriters? Or should they do producers against producers? But some people do both. So it's like, how do you really decipher that? I don't know. That, I feel like, um, honestly, I seen a tweet and I'm like, that would have been good. I feel like Scott Stewart should have went up against Just Blaze. No. What? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Just Blaze is a variety like Scott Storch. Manny Fresh only. No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying. I'm, I'm thinking. Just, Just Blaze, Blaze got Mary J. Blige, J. Hud. They got everybody. Just Blaze got a lot of fucking people. He's like a Swiss beast. We just ain't heard nothing from Just Blaze in a long time. I'm telling you. I can see. I can see how that would have made for a more interesting battle. Because what I can't. What, well, we're talking about the Manny Fresh and. Scott, Scott Storch IG Live um, battle. Um, Scott Storch has range and has more variety of songs. Manny Fresh just had distinction. Like when you think of Manny Fresh, you get this nostalgic vibe. Like, damn, I heard that shit in a minute. Mm-hmm. When you think about Scott Storch, you're like, damn, that nigga made that. Like, I didn't even know he made right. that. So I don't, I don't know if it was necessarily, I don't know if it was necessarily fair. I said, yeah, I liked it when I was talking to, cause I had FaceTime Taya and she had asked me and I was saying if like, if I would, if I would judge from like uh, everybody in whole, I would say it would be Scott Storch would win. But I would say for me, me is Manny Fresh. I grew up and I was raised on Manny Fresh. I was raised on Juvenile, Lil Wayne. I would, that, that was my era from elementary school. That was sickening. Was that was, sickening, yeah. yeah, Manny Fresh was my whole, like, everything. Like, all the songs, T.I., like that. If I would say for me, every hit that Manny Fresh played, like, I was like, wow. Like, I remember, like, ninth grade or whatever. Scott Store, she had hits, of course. But to yeah. me, I like Manny Fresh more. That's my kind of, like, I can play that shit all fucking day. Like, that's my type of shit. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people were saying. You saw distinctly with who had more of a range with their with their music taste and who just, that, that nostalgia when it hit them, they were like, damn, son, this shit hit home. Yep. I think I think Scott Storch and Brian Cox would have been a good. Oh, one. I forgot about Brian. Co- and oh, nobody. Oh, wants Sasha. To no, Brian Cox and Dark Child. Sasha. Oh, you're wilding that. Sasha. Damn, you're wilding. That's a battle. You gotta stop. Brian Cox, a dark child, nigga. Even some, even some of these new niggas, like, I would love to see uh, uh, a Metro woman in London London on the track. Hell yeah. They can go right now. And that would, that would even get more viewership because, you know, you got the little motherfuckers out here. Well, I hope that we can get that up and running because... Bitches popping a pussy all across the world on IG Live got that feature removed. I don't understand it. Do y'all like, think people have lost their morals during this? Girl! <laughs> like, does it have to do with mental state? Or they always been like this and they were just waiting for they, the But, like, it's world. like, come on. Like, why would y'all even do that? Like, damn, like, come on. They get in their cash apps. I don't know. Like, sex work is more prevalent and more. Um, Go join Pornhub if you're gonna do that shit. Pornhub ain't paying them. I mean, they want to be with rappers. They want no, they want notoriety. They want they. I think they want it just more for popularity. Wow, yeah. yeah well, like, half of that yeah. shit was fucking nasty. I appreciate the real shit. I actually, I appreciate Quarantine Radio because <laughs> I appreciate brilliant. it. Boosie shit, I'm not sure. Other people, I'm not sure. But I don't want to see no. I'm tired of seeing ass and pussy lips on the goddamn live. Okay, like. I just liked uh, quarantine radio for when like celebrities would go join in and shit like that. It was just funny. That's entertaining. Yeah. Toy Lanez is funny. He is. But anyway, um, I really hope they can get the t- um, Swiss Beats and Timberland can work something out with Instagram where we could be able to see. It only gives like those celebrities access to, you know, what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, just have it for that. Yeah. And then like block off any content that's not right. They got Big Fendi's page out of here. They threatened Boozy. If there, anything popped up on there, that his page would be shut down. So fuck it. If they don't listen, but we want like content that we're actually gonna be entertained by. I mean, a lot of people do like the the um the moralist bitches on IG Live. They do like that shit, mm. and that's fine. But don't take away all the IG feature, right? Because there's actually people that want to see these battles, like that Teddy Riley and Babyface. I was looking forward to that. Oh my god, like, yeah. I was looking forward to T Pain too. But Yeah, this T Pain and Little John, I think that was a really good matchup and I'm really glad that they didn't have T Pain against Scott Storch. Because people forget about what Little John did, has done. Yeah. So and they and him and T Pain have the same energy. So I think it would be really, really animated and really good to see. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can still get to see it tonight. We'll see. Yeah. All right. That um did any other um any celebrity bullshit that you guys seen this week? The story that just came out with um, Floyd Mayweather's daughter. She, she I, supposedly trying to kill somebody. Fathers, hug your daughters, love your daughters, and that's just what I gotta say. 
I don't know what that's about. That girl's a sociopath over this young man. That's just, I don't yeah, understand it's it. Just, I don't really know the backstory. I see that they're in the news every other week when it comes to celebrity gossip, but that crime scene was crazy. Like, she really stabs one of his baby mothers over <laughs> him. She, it's a lot of them, too. Shit. Is, is, she even, is he even 20 yet? Are any of them even 20 yet? She might not be. I don't know. He has a lot of kids. I have no idea. But yeah, so whatever. Let's um. Chris, she get the mental help she needs. Let's get to the um the oh okay. So I I saw somebody say um I was actually on fucking Facebook. I done went down the goddamn Facebook hole. I don't know why. I don't know how I got there. I will blame it on my mom because she did send I'm me glad something. You got out. I'm glad you got um, I just seen a, a status though. It's this girl I know. She always saying stuff, and she was just talking about um how you know Drake had uh Drake and his baby mother had posted their son for the first time or whatever, and she has a child or whatever, and I don't know what her child looks like. No, like only people close to her, you know, know what their baby look like this and that. Just like also my childhood best friend, my mom's best friend, her son. Um, we only know what he looks like. We're not allowed to post the, um, their kid on Facebook, like no nothing. So like, okay. my, I want to ask you guys, like, how do you guys, um, like feel about that? Even though, you know, it's in anybody's business, but so like, how do you feel about the people that post their child, but they'll put like emojis over their face? Like, we talked you... about this before. We did? Mm-hmm. No. Oh. Hmm. We found it unnecessary to put the emoji. We said that. Oh no, we said your boyfriend, right? We we said kids too, or we said your boyfriend. Well, we ended up we ended up talking about babies. You know, one of our tangents. But um, I I personally feel if you're gonna post your child and you put an emoji, I mean, just don't post the kid. Right. It just, it just looks highly unnecessary. But that's to me. I can understand maybe. You want to have these moments and these experiences, and you might have the the real picture with your child. Of course, you're doing. You just don't want everybody to see what they look like. I don't know why you would draw that attention. Attention. I don't, know. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know why you would want to draw that attention because then you're going to be upset when somebody makes a comment. But right. um. So what about like you guys? If you guys, you know, would br- bring a child into this world, like. Are y'all for putting y'all child on the internet? Like, how would y'all, like, would y'all want to announce y'all pregnancy? Like, you know, is that something that y'all want to do? I don't mind. I mean, I'm not going to rush to go do it. But right. Yeah. Um, I've, I've come to the conclusion that I'm, I will post my pregnancy when I want to. I'm not doing the whole reveals. I'm not doing none of those things. I personally don't want really um, my baby shower. Hold stuff. on, y'all. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I don't really want to doc. I want to document my pregnancy, but I don't want everybody to see my steps and my months. And I'm six months, and I'm eight months, and I'm this, and my baby shower. I'm not doing a gender reveal. I, I don't. I don't want to do all that. Right. I want. I want. I'm going to take videos of my kid. I'm going to take pictures as much as I want to, but I'm not posting it on social media. Right. I just don't, I, I know myself. I'm not gonna do it. What about you, Kima? Like I said, if, if, it, if I feel like posting, I'll post it. But I don't have nothing against posting my kid, my pregnancy, or anything like that. Yeah, I think I'll probably right. po- I'll probably post past like the five month mark, probably the safe side mark. You know? Yeah, yeah. I can understand that. Just yeah. to be, because I feel like that's like a. I've seen a lot of like. Things where, you know, people, they'll, they'll post, like, you know, if they're three months, four months, and then, like, we'll never see the baby again, which is really sad. Yeah, and I know that's excitement. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've seen a few. I have. Yeah, I've seen a few. She has to um, go through her four months and then deliver. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm lying. I had a whole entire cousin that happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's nobody gonna know, but 
Yeah, I knew this year, this one girl, everything, she had her, um, everything, she went through the baby, she, everything, up to the baby shower, everything, and then yeah. when it was time to, you know, water broke regular and everything, yep. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. so, yeah, it just all, I just, you know, I just seen a discussion on that or whatever, and, you know, she had to, dis- I just thought it was really funny, she always does fucking crazy shit on Facebook, get people riled up, and then people was like, you doing this post, you don't even show you, it was just funny, I was cracking up, I'm like, yeah. she always do shit like that, but. Anyway, are you gonna make Instagram for y'all kids? Fuck no, I'm not doing that weird <laughs> shit. Hell no. And I really hate how like they respond. Like the person will do it, and they'll be like, "Oh, mommy loves you, bitch. You just made that post." Yeah, <laughs> I really hate when they do that. I really it's, fucking hate it. It's funny. I've seen. I think I've seen more um, influencers, celebrities do it, but regular. I have come across some regular people. But you know what? But you know what? I realize regular people like okay so say like regular people that do that they're caption like they'll just post like you know the pictures of their kid and stuff like that or whatever yeah. but celebrities they take it there with the captions like the baby be saying the stuff ah yeah, that's weird but their personality so they're, they're trying to keep their personality it's just, they don't, they don't re- i don't think they realize how weird it can come off right because it comes up very strange but yeah, I'm I'm never gonna do that. That's one thing I'll never do. I'm not doing the page. <laughs> so I was on Gossip in the City. Don't ask how I got there. Instagram. So and I was just I was on there just going through all the posts and stuff like that, or whatever. And I came across the post where it was April Jones, you know, Omarion's baby mother, who now is in love with his former band member, uh, Fizzle Pop. And she was a video clip of her on her live and um, where somebody asked her, like, you know, are you using a little like, are you using Fizz or whatever? And she basically was like, yeah, she said she is using him. And I was just, you know, I love going through the comments, you know, because I love seeing how people, you know, what they say, how they feel about it or whatever. And I want to ask you guys, you know. Is there such thing as using your partner in a relationship? Like if you're dating them or whatever, and you see like certain things that they have, you know, access to, or, you know, just certain things like, is there such thing as using it, using your partner while you're in a relationship? Yes. Explain. Well, I use my boyfriend for sneaker discounts. So. <laughs> But like, did you, did you like, no, let me be serious. <laughs> if you are going into a relationship on the, on the, on the basis of seeing what this person can do for you, as opposed to how this person can elevate you or help you, then that's a problem. Right. Using anybody to a certain extent, if it's just for a gain, I can understand if somebody fi- is financially helping you or if somebody is emotionally stable for you or if it's on that aspect because when you're in a relationship you do lean on partners so in hindsight we are kind of using the people that we are with for different things but that shouldn't determine why you're with them or that shouldn't be the basis of why you're with them you get what i'm saying right it shouldn't it shouldn't i don't think it should be on a negative aspect I, I think agree. you should have some type. I, I think you should be helping your partner to a certain extent. Right, Kima, what you think? I don't know how to answer that question because I, I, it's a no for me. But I feel like when yeah. how, mm-hmm. like celebrities when they like link up like a girl and a guy, and a guy, whatever. Like <laughs> one is like her boyfriend is a let's say. A, what do you call it? A instructor. Mm-hmm. She's like a model, and that goes hand in hand. Like, is that what you're talking about? Like, they benefit each other. Yeah, but that's what no, that's what she was basically um that's what she was basically saying. And I was just reading comments. People were saying, like, oh, you know, you're not supposed to use, you know what I'm saying, your partner or what I guess they were saying like well, I guess what I'm saying is like, okay, if you're dating someone, y'all are dating, hanging out, and you know, you see the things like, you know, that he has access to and then you know you get in a relation and you know you thinking stuff like hmm like maybe you know hit like for you like maybe he'll be good with my hair connect and stuff like that or whatever like do you make like do you premeditate stuff like that would you that's what they were saying how do you know if you're gonna fall in love with that person so it's like you really don't know at the end of the day that's true actually go through it 
I feel like, but I feel like a relationship, I feel like we all, I feel like we do, um, we kind of do use your partner because it's just certain things that you have, a quality that you have that your partner doesn't have. I feel mm-hmm. like. And I feel like I always, it's always a plus for me when I see like a guy that I'm really into and he has a quality that I don't have. And I'm like, damn, like that's something that, you know, I'll fuck with you and that's something that I could fucking use. You know, not a bad thing. To me, I just feel like I would hope, you know, I would really hope that person is very genuine or whatever when it comes to me and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I don't feel like it's using. I feel like somebody always lacks something that the other one doesn't. And that way, you know, whatever. Yeah, y'all, yeah. Mm -hmm. Y'all balance each other out. Shit. I I think it's on the basis of the the language that's being used, like the terminology. Like, you see how you, you said people are saying premeditate. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going into a relationship for what this person can do for you, it can be looked at as a negative connotation. Right. Go but like in yeah. Like and people only date guys with money, nice cars, a house, you know, yeah. that's a benefit. Like they don't necessarily got to be in a relationship with the person. Or, I mean, in love with the person or care for the person. It's just that beneficial factor of what they got. Exactly. Benefit them. Right. Uh, like, yeah, but if you're in a relationship with somebody, like you're saying, like what I lack, they can pick up because maybe I can teach that person to be right. more emotionally available and responsible. Maybe that person can teach me how to be more financially responsible. Like it's a give and take, as opposed to a take, 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 or a give, give, give situation. You know, I think the word using comes off negative, but I, I think the best word that you guys use was benefit. Well, what can. How can we benefit each other in this relationship? Right. Going off of like what you just said, I'm going to rearrange the topics. So I'm going to go down to number six, y'all, where it says, um, oh, Lord. <laughs> um, I saw something on Twitter where it said, um, it was a guy and a girl, they were having a discussion and he basically said 99% of men are born with, um, without emotional intelligence. As um, he said, as women, it is our responsibility to sit men down and teach them how to be emotionally intelligent. Do y'all agree or disagree? Disagree. I disagree. Me too. And when I when you had sent it to me, I ain't gonna hold you. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch it like this. I had to go back once I saw it. Once I read it, just like reading the words, because like watching the video with him saying it, I didn't get it. Like, oh, we. It's our job. We are obligated to teach men emotional intelligence. Uh, emotional intelligence. That's the I, part I mainly disagree with. That part. It's not. A, it's we're not obligated. We do that if I. I believe if I love you, and I see that you are lacking some type of emotional intelligence, and I can see that you have the potential to be there, but for whatever reason, maybe it didn't resonate in your household. Maybe you were not raised with it. And I love you, and I see who you are as a person. And it's not something that hinders our relationship to a certain extent. Then I can sit there and I can teach you steps towards that. Because not everybody has the same emotional capacity or has tapped into the same emotional capacity. Because we are all raised different. We all go through different circumstances, different traumas. <laughs> all all of our pasts have different. We come from different pasts. Right. However, I'm not obligated to teach you anything <laughs> as a man. That is not my job as a woman to teach you how to be a man. Right, And that's very sad that a lot of women feel like they need to teach men how to be men because it wasn't done when they were younger. Right. You know, <laughs> should feel obligated to tell a woman, this is what you're supposed to do. I can only help you. Right. I can point out things to you. I can sit here and I can bring up circumstances to you. I can try to reason and teach you. But if you don't want to learn, if you are somewhat stuck in your ways or you don't feel like it's a hindrance to what we have going on in a relationship, then that's something different on your own. Right. I can sit here and I can volunteer to make you a better person and make you want to be a better person. But I can't do that work for you. Yeah. The only, I, I agree with you 100%. And the only thing, because I was, um, I talked to, me and Shamoy was talking about this before. Um, and I just had said the only, um, like everything that you said, Sasha, I basically said to her, but you know, in my own fucking language, <laughs> basically, but I had to, I said the only thing, like when I, when I saw that, the a song that immediately popped in my head was 
music soul child. Remember he was saying like, teach me how to love, you know? And I'm just like, that's the only probably, that's the thing that came to my, to my mind, that song. Cause that's probably like the only thing that I will ever like agree with when it comes to like teaching on that kind of level is like teaching a man like how to love me. Even though people, um, a lot of fucking females, a lot of people like disagree with me when I say that, but you, I do believe you do have to teach somebody how to love you. You do have to tell people your do's and your don'ts of how to treat you. It's just getting to know you. And, you know, and I do believe like that, that's the only thing that I will take the time out to do. Like when it comes, like when it comes to that, on that type, on that kind of level, because I don't have the time to really teach a man, you know, how to, to be emotional and like emotionally intelligent. That's very draining. That's a lot of responsibility, I feel like. But you teaching a man how to love you, he gotta be willing to want to love you and he should be wanting to learn all the things about you. You don't have to really teach him. He should already be kind of learning. That's true, but then it it, it could also be like, like it's just certain, I would say like, you know, certain like, ways that that, like they respond to you and stuff like that i can't really get it out verbally i can i know what i'm talking about when it comes to that when it like like certain things like you know certain ways like to how to you react to you in certain situations and i will say this i think a lot of us should watch even though sasha gonna be like oh my god no tammy and tammy and waka flocka show i was against it yeah, you're right. I No, no, no. I was against it, but their therapy sessions are very, very good. Yeah, I love to be together. It, the relationship is their ther- the stuff that the therapist says though. Fuck them. The stuff that the therapist said. I was like, wow, like that shit is really, really, really good. Well, you know what that proves? More people should be into therapy. And the fact about it. And I do like the fact that he, Walker, as a black man, actually brought it up to his mom about wanting to go to therapy. Tammy was completely against it. She don't want to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised. Yep. Because they put a, we put a lot of, we put a lot of, um, now lately we put a lot of pressure on black men needing mental help and looking into therapists this that, and the third but there's still people out here and i'm not just gonna say just necessarily black women no you know what i am gonna say necessarily black women because we come our culture doesn't speak about our problems mm-hmm. and that's on men and that's on women because i i like you see it all the time when it when it's get, when it gets broken down i just want to piggyback to what you said there's nothing wrong with saying your do's and your don'ts because if you don't say it and you expect somebody to read it from you that's one of the worst things you can do. That's something that I'm even learning with myself. You have to speak in any relationship, friendship, romantic mm-hmm. relationship. You have to speak about your do's and your don'ts so somebody gets it. And that, now, yeah, and that was my, I was just, when me and Kima went to Target yesterday, I was just telling her about the situation that I was in. How me speaking up from the beginning, my do's and my don'ts. I, when me speaking my do's and my don'ts led to me demanding too much. And once I heard that, and I was like, okay, you're not it. <laughs> because, yeah, you're not the person because if you, <laughs> yeah, if you're telling me I'm demanding too much of my do's and my don'ts of how I want you to respect me, how, you know, how I know I am to be treated and my worth, you're not the person for me. Exactly. So that's, yeah, my big yep. thing is my do's and my don'ts. Like if you sitting there, if you're taking my do's and my don'ts as demands of me having respect for myself and my worth and who I am as a person, then you don't belong with me. Like you, you got to go. Especially when I know they're not over the top, it's like, come yeah. on, yeah. So that's my that's my only thing. My I know my main thing is going to be my do's and my don'ts. If you feel like I'm sounding too demanding, then oh well, sorry. You got to demand that's, what you want from these people. Saying, that was what I was saying. Like, standard. Mm-hmm. Men are hold to a mediocre standard. They they hold to the standard where they don't have to do a lot, and as women, we are obligated to go over and beyond and do more. Mm-hmm. So we hold them to this standard of just just minimum basis where you can, you know, well, you can be there for me when I'm struggling a little bit. I'll do the rest and I'll be there tenfold for you. I'll, you can bring this much to the table and I'll take this. You can have this, this, that, and the third and disrespect certain things that you know that I'm going to be against. But as a woman, I'm supposed to be obligated to sit here and take those things because they make it seem as if we're not supposed to aspire for more when it comes to relationships. Right. Come on now. Hmm. Kima, what you was going to say? I was going to say, like, he, he knew what you wanted, but he just didn't, he wasn't willing to provide it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So you had to 
you know, verbally say it. Like he saw, he was just lazy. I think it was a wasn't ready. It was a it was a him where he wanted. Oh, that's what I want too. Damn, she wants the same thing. Oh, I gotta move fast. I ain't with it. You know, and that's how I took it. And that's a, that's that right there. That's an injustice. That's sad. It is. That's sad. It is. Um, that's what I wanted. Yeah, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to touch on that too. Like you know, when a guy, I would a guy. You when your feet when you feed off a guy's energy. And then they look at you like, oh, damn, like, she with it, too. Now I really got to make it happen. This ain't what I want. I don't like that bullshit. Because I can tell, yeah, that's a, I hate that. That's laziness. And that's what I've been. You literally, if if somebody that you want to be in a relationship with is presenting to you the same things that you want, but for whatever reason, you feel as if it's moving too fast. Whose time frame is to say anything? We are right. all different. All of our circumstances are different. So you know what? On top of laziness, or besides laziness, it can be fear. Fear is very hindering. Fear will stop a lot of things in people's lives. But that's sad that you put yourself in that box, in that category of not giving somebody that could potentially be good for you something because of some misconception in your mind where you think you're not supposed to be doing this or you're doing too much. I mm. hate that phrase, doing too much. Because if I'm feeling you, you you act according to my energy and our energies match and we have a vibe, then how are you doing too much? I'm not saying for people to be naive and be stupid and all in all trusting people have to earn your trust when it comes to certain things in relationships people have to prove themselves worthy of you know having your care and your love but don't sabotage something because you think you're doing too much right don't want to do enough that's an injustice to everybody around and that's why hurt people hurt people yeah that's oh my god that's my hurt people hurt people that shit is real and i do fucking believe it um, what do y'all think about blind dates? I'm for it. I'm for them. Have y'all ever been on a blind date? No. I would like do, to, though. Do dating apps count when you do a blind no. date? No. You can't see the person at all. The person, though. You can see their picture. Until they put up a um, picture That's from different. five years ago. Right. That's catfish. <laughs> no, I've never been on a blind date. I've always I've been open to the idea. I but I've never been on one. Me either. I wouldn't be opposed to going on a blind date. I really wouldn't. I think it would be kind of cool. Hopefully the person that would set me up knows, you know, you know, would be like, okay, Jazz would be feeling, feeling this guy. I hope so. <laughs> That's hard. I think it's based on what you need. Right. A friend of pot is going to pair you with. Not their personality and their jokes was funny as hell. Yeah, funny guys do get a, a little bit further. But do jokes run out, you think? It'd be like, all right, like, all right. Run out and <laughs> know how to be serious in this situation. Like, all right, you was funny four weeks ago, but today, uh-uh. You want to be Kevin Hart so bad. Yeah. I you're serious. So, exactly why I use Kevin Hart. <laughs> Damn. Some jokes he got some timeless jokes, don't get it twisted, but not all of his stuff will be long. They got jokes from motherfucking Chris Rock that's gonna last forever. Right. He got he got some he got some timeless jokes, but 
some, some of his material has gotten stale. And now if you a nigga that your material gets stale, you're going to start to look corny to me. Right. That's that's going to be a problem. Hmm. So, yeah. Well. So I think cool. Yeah. I can see somebody having a little bit of anxiety over it, but uh, bring fun on. Right. Um... Quick question. You guys came home from work and caught your partner watching porn alone. Would you be offended? No. Um, no. All right. No. Me, I wouldn't either. Girl, I think a lot of bitches, I had to ask that because I just feel like, I, I just feel like my friends that I have, I just feel like we're like a different breed. And I've always said that. <laughs> I'm not. A lot of things that bother females don't bother us. It's a certain things. And I always wonder. I'd be like, hmm. I always wonder. I just want to ask that question. As long as the porn watching is not hindering our sex life or it's not becoming like a habitual thing where you can becoming addicted, because let's be real, porn can be addicted for certain personalities. As long as those things are not happening, we could. Or if you're not watching gay porn, and that's. Oh my God, good one. Yo, what would y'all do if y'all came up with it? If y'all realized y'all nigga was watching gay porn, how would you that's like... That's a different... That's a different... That's different. Because, you know, it's double standard. I wouldn't be upset. We would just need to have a conversation. Like, it's a double... Like, for us, double standard. Like, I feel like if our yeah, if our guys, like, saw us, you know, watching a bitch play with herself or whatever, he wouldn't care. But if I caught my nigga watching him, you know, watching a nigga jerk off or something, I don't... We would have something to talk about. So then, when, then that brings up a conversation see? about yeah, see. sexuality and fluidity, and then it's going to become deeper. I feel like, and it's always weird. I feel like it's, it's going to be deeper. If females, if we're watching another girl get off or whatever, that's not considered gay. But if another nigga's watching another nigga get off, that's gay, and we already know it. Well, we always we all we all know that the double standard when it comes to sexuality with men and women, we get away with more when it comes to sexuality. Mm-hmm. We just, the only double standard we can't get away with is fucking who we want. Right. And that's sad too. But when it comes to like, when it comes to same sex sexuality and stuff like that, men don't get any room to experiment. They don't get any room to, to express that because it's closed off. They can't be gay. You can't be gay. You can't be black and a black man and be gay. Right. You can't, you can't be a black man and be bi. You can't be a black man and, and be attracted to something different. I'm gonna be these kids the fuck up. I know that much. You heard them? Okay, well, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the society. That's the that's the that's the picture that society has painted, and we've ran with. But um, it's definitely a conversation that's gonna be had. And why I say it's a red flag is because that's not something that we have in our relationship to a certain extent. Right. So. I'm not saying I'm breaking up with you, but we have to have a long conversation. <laughs> it's going to be a long. It's going to be extremely long. <laughs> gonna be long. Like, I ain't even going to hold you. We're going to have to take the rest of the evening out. It's going to be hours. Kima, what if, yeah, Kima how, what's your reaction since your ass brought it up? Um, <laughs> I want to talk about it. If there's something you're curious about, I want you to go and figure that out. I don't want you to stay with me and then harboring those Right. Right. South, I need you to go. I won't take you for it. Go try it. You probably said it ain't for you. You can see, we can proceed. I don't know if I can really proceed at that, at that point, but I don't know. Right. I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to dismiss it because. I'm, I'm going to just ask you, like, nigga, what the fuck is up? What's going on? You, y'all know what's going on. <laughs> well, in that tone, you're really kind of like shaming him. Not shame, but it's. I, 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 I
not not saying that what you're saying is wrong. I'm just saying like just because it's not necessarily he's not necessarily into it. It could be an aspect where because sexual performance, sex has a lot to do with the mind. So like right. if you're harboring a secret, you don't want this to get out. That that's gonna like you can be nervous. It'll, it'll show up in your sexual performance just like it will show up in other areas of your life. So when it comes down to it, it's just it's a basis of what you want in your relationship and what you want for your partner. Like the, it's absolutely fine not to be with somebody that's fluid or not with somebody that's bisexual. And I know our society when we talk about we we work on extras when we talk about LGBTQ stuff. Because of the society that we live in, we don't want to offend anybody necessarily. But it's nothing wrong with a woman saying she does not want a man that's bisexual. Or she doesn't want a man that is curious. And it's fine for a woman to sit there and say she does not mind it. Right. None of those two people should be judged because at the end of the day, we know what we got to live with and we want our preference. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like you it said, just, you would be offended. It just always makes me giggle. Like, it's just always, it's just so funny to me. It just always makes it's me different. giggle. <laughs> it's I'll just be like, oh my God. Like, that shit really be tripping me out. Like, damn. Because me watching my show, I'm watching the goddamn morning show on Apple TV. Um, actually, I lie, I got my shows mixed up. It's um, sh- Black Monday on Showtime with Regina um, Regina Hall. I have to get into that. And Don Cheeto, yeah, the one guy on the white guy, um, he's dating uh, the one white guy. He's married to his wife, but then he messes around with the... Um, this the white boy or whatever so he's like bisexual and stuff like that and she's cool with it because she in her mind she's just like you know you know that was like an era you know when the, the wall street they was doing crack heavy blah blah all that other stuff so you know that's when like sexuality was out there but like it really wasn't that's when people was like on the down low low but you know right yeah and then yeah and she was basically like yeah back in the closet mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. and she and she saw them kiss she saw them kissing or whatever and she was just like oh you know he would never leave me for a man, you know, that, you know, that's when, you know, and that's when, you know, shit hit the roof, you know, hit the fan. That's when she's like, oh, I'm like, damn, like, he'll never leave me for a man. Oh, girl. But there, there are some men that will sit there and say, yeah, I'm bisexual, but it could just be on a sexual level. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to marry a woman. I want to have children with a woman, but I want to fuck a nigga from time to time. Then All you of can't that, marry a woman. You cannot do that to yes, a woman. Yes, you can. If the woman is fine with it, what's the problem? Everybody's situation is circumstantial. What you do in your bedroom and with your people is what you do. That's the problem with it. That's I, if I, if I want, and, it, and that's what I'm saying, it's circumstantial. You don't want that in your relationship, and that's completely fine. But there's some there's some women out there that's fine with it. Girl, listen. I'd rather you be. I'd rather you be who you are. Not harbor a whole bunch of mental mental issues because you can't be who you are as a person. Yeah, I seen the show like that too. When it, I forgot what I was watching, but it was like that. He was that gay. Show was on Love Is Blind, the the reality TV show from Netflix. I mean, Carlton was Carlton in himself. Was oh a my god, he was just a whack guy. Oh. But he did say he's like, yes, I'm, but I'm, I'm fluid. I've been with women and I've been with men. I can romantically be with both, but he knew he always wanted to marry a woman. And I do believe him, even though he's an asshole in the mm-hmm. way he handled it. But because he's been shamed, is why he was so defensive. And yeah, but he but to nobody the way you talk But Diamond was I feel like he was but Diamond was the one who didn't offend him when she was just trying to tell exactly. him like look like this exactly. is I'm not used to this, never been in this situation, and he got she offended because of that. She, she did I said, explain it to me. Was trying to get him to explain it to me. But because of the conversations that he's had in the past before with sexuality when it comes to women, and I, I think because he's especially attracted to black women, like he said, mm-hmm. he's gotten shamed before. And he's gotten put down before. And things that he thought were going to be real, they ended up, they didn't want that. And that's fine. And I'm pretty sure they probably offended him in the way he did it. But that was the one female that shouldn't have gotten your defensiveness. Girl, and she was with it, and he wasn't listening. She cared. She actually cared about the Yeah, she was. He was not listening. And then, like, he just went off. Yeah, like you, like he fucked up for a lot of bisexual men, and a lot of bisexual men are going to keep that under wraps because he tried to make it seem like she wasn't with it. And the whole time, she even said, like, yeah, this is a this is something that I never dealt with in my life. 
fell in love with this person besides seeing him. Like, we fell in love with each other without seeing each other. But the way he reacted, he was so defensive that the bitchness came out of him. Not not, not because of no sexuality, the bitchness oh, came out of him. Girl, I knew he was gay the moment he popped up on that goddamn screen. I knew he was gay. I definitely knew he was fluid. Definitely, you, he's not all the way, like... This machoism that we want to sit there and say for straight men, like this this picture that we paint, you, you could definitely tell to a certain extent when certain people are of a certain sexuality. I don't care how that comes off. You can tell sometimes. Yeah. You can straight up You can tell when someone's gay sometimes, and it is what it is. That shouldn't be offensive, and whoever gets offended by that, too bad. Kima, you did you watch Love Is Blind? Can't watch that shit. Oh, it ain't really worth it now. It ain't. Mm, well, but, um. um I want to talk real quick about, um, do y'all believe everyone is equipped for the hoe phase? Nope. What characteristics do you have to have if you're going to go through your hoe phase? Sasha, let it out. Resilience. Kima. Morals. Morals. You, oh, you think you have to have morals during your hoe phase? I said no. Oh, oh, oh. I don't think, I don't think that. I don't. So if you catch feelings, you might not necessarily, it might not have been planned, but it happens. Right. So I, I think, I think, I don't think whole phases should be planned. I think that's what a lot of women go out there and do and then they end up, it, it can work out beneficial to them, but a lot of women will have regrets during that time period if they go out and they plan it. I think it should be a self-discovery phase. You have to have the mindset of wanting to find out who you are and what you like as a person. Right. And that's it. And if you're doing it, if you're doing it on um, circumstances of negativity, like after a breakup, if you're doing it to get back at somebody, if you're doing it to explore sexuality that you're keeping under the wraps, those are all negative aspects of what led you into having multiple partners and not being, you know, exclusive to one person. So those aspects, I don't think you should have a whole phase. A whole phase should be when you're in a healthy state with a healthy mind state and you can do what you want to do at your discretion because you're making the rules for yourself. Right. That's true. Kima, have you ever had a whole phase? No. Sasha? I don't know if I had a whole phase or not. I've had circumstances where I've done whole... No, I've never had a whole phase. I've never had a, I've never had a whole phase. I've had whole moments that I don't... I wanted to do it and it is what it is. I've had whole moments, but I never had a whole phase. I've had a whole I phase and whole moment. I think... I Yeah, I had both. Whole phase and whole moment. Yep. I catch myself sometimes going in and out of whole moments. That's kind of bad, but whatever. I don't give a fuck. You know, just when you don't give Why a fuck. Why is it bad? Are you well, no, it's not okay. No, it's not. It's not bad to me. It's not bad to me. Actually, I consider what I do. I don't even think. I don't even say it's whole moments. It's just I do. I fuck who I want to fuck. Moment. That's just who it is. What I was saying. As long as you are mentally, emotionally stable, and you are being, and you're using protection. Yes. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And that's why we come into the double standard because men live their life as whole phases, and they never get any retribution for it. And they and they and they can be very sloppy and very reckless with their whole phases, and their whole phases can continue way into their motherfucking forties and fifties. Let's be real. We know some niggas that could be somebody's grandfather and still have a whole phase. Well, I know some people like that, but it's all circumstances. Like double standards, they're they. I don't think they're ever gonna go anywhere. They're here to stay. So when it comes down to it. I I think people come out better when they go through somewhat of a whole phase or, or at least experiment it with certain things right it doesn't necessarily have to be a whole phase because some people can't do the whole one night stand whole situation shape um friends with benefits it's not for everybody some people need romantic connections some people believe in um sex before um no sex before marriage and all those things just depend on the person who you are mm. so. i agree hmm. yeah. well Sasha, get into your, um, Sasha's miscellaneous questions. Oh, I can't, I can't get that in a minute. You get up right there. Because <laughs> I put these damn screenshots with like six, seven questions, but let me hold on. I'm going to get that. So you guys know how miscellaneous questions work. I'm going to read the first one. Men are not strong enough to handle the sexual past of a woman that they love. True or false? Okay. That's the first question. And these are all Twitter-based questions, by the way. Open discussion. Is it harder to forgive or to forget? Why or why not? 
That's question number two. And question number three is, do you think the mother-in-law should be invited to go wedding dress shopping? The person said they personally only want to share that experience with their actual mother. But do you believe that the mother-in-law should be invited to go wedding dress shopping? So those Ooh. are the three questions. Um, I like number two. Number two, the one with, um, is it harder to forgive or forget? Yeah. Okay. Actually, I like number one, too, because I have situations. I like and three. I like all I like of them, three. actually. <laughs> <laughs> I can answer all, <coughs> I can answer all of them. One question. We got to get some order back in miscellaneous questions, because it's like, goddamn. We do. Damn. You know what I was thinking? Actually, we could talk. I'm going to tell y'all off when we finish recording what I want to do with this segment. So, yeah. Let's, okay, answer. Which one y'all want to do? We could do number three. I don't care. I'd like number three. You guys want to do number three? Kimmy, you agree? Yeah, I want to do three. Okay. Um, Number three, I would, um, I would want to invite my mother-in-law to be to there. I think it's a, um, I think it's a good, I, for me, I think it would be a good experience, like, to intertwine my mom, my mom, you know, my mother-in-law, my future husband's mom, and stuff like that. I wouldn't mind, especially if we have a good relationship, I wouldn't mind including her, especially, you know, if, you know, they usually consider you her daughter and all that other stuff. I wouldn't mind. It's no big deal to me. Yeah. That's probably my same answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, um... I would love the mother. I would love my mother-in-law to want to be a part of that experience if I invited her or not. Now, um, if we have any issue, what 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 I'm not gonna have is my husband or future husband tell me that that has to happen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be, and I think that's my like turn. part of the question it has to mm -hmm. be on my terms. It has to be if I want to do that or not. But um, I think that was it. Should the wife be able to sit there and make that decision? I think it needs to be ultimately the wife's decision. I don't think the husband has any say so in that in that, in that wedding dress shopping, and that's just me. But of course, I, I would want my mother in law. If we have that type of relationship, I would want my mother in law to be a part of that. Yeah, definitely. I've always gotten our uh, like the my two like my two main relationships. I've got along with both moms. It just got, it got, but it got, you know, it got tricky, you know, once, you know, when you start to see people true colors, but, you know, I still got along with them, you know, at the end of the day, it was never no disrespect on my end on, on their end, but, you know, I actually, I think it would be cool to have, um, a mom-in-law or whatever, you know, I would say like two moms, especially when you, you know, when you can tell that they genuinely care about you and genuinely like you. Yeah, and they genuinely like you for this, so I don't love the case with you. And if, if I did, it's like, we've had a discussion before, like, um, it, like I think the question was asked, do you care if um, family members really approve of your relationship with your significant other? And I want to say, I think we had agreed it doesn't really matter. Yeah, no, I don't care. Yeah. So now, if you had a strained relationship... Who's moving? Sasha, were you moving? I'm sitting up and very still. <laughs> Somebody was moving. Go ahead. No, if you so say you did have a strained relationship with your mother-in-law, or like like straight up, she doesn't approve with you marrying her son. Now, if to keep peace around the wedding, and your husband suggested that you invite her, would you or would you not? Your 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 fiance. I'm sorry. Um. I still would anyway, because I would just want her to see. Like, that's just how I am. I would that's be, the thing. And that would, I, you can yeah. still come. Like, you know, if yeah. you, if you, my thing, I, how I look at things, if you want to, like, you can come to this wedding. You can feel how you feel about me. You know what I'm saying? Your son, that's still your son at the end of the day. That's still his mom. You could come, but your actions are going to do solely just reflect on you and how you are as a person. Because I'm just going to stand. If you want to act a fool and act up, be on you. I'm just going to look at you. But then everybody, you like, everybody's going to judge you. They're just going to see the person that you are. You're going to show your true colors. You're going to show the real person that you are. It ain't got shit to do with me. But, I, you know, keep a smile on my face. You know, I've been learning it. You can't let, you know, can't let nobody steal your joy. You don't like me. You don't like me. I can't do shit about that. I'm, you know, sorry. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would still invite her. I mean, if she comes, she comes. It has nothing to do with me. If we've made it to this point, where even with the drama that your mother might not approving of me in this, that, and the third, you 
realize that you want to spend the rest of your life with me and I agree to spend the rest of my life with you, then clearly this is just a triple in the pond because we have a lifetime together for things to work out or not work out. It is what it is. Not everybody's going to like you for whatever reason. So, I mean, I'll extend the invitation. Definitely. I'll even personally, I'll call you up and invite you. You tell me you're coming or you tell me you're not. It is what it is. I respected the wishes of my fiance and I, re- I reached out to his mom. And whatever she wants to do is what she wants to do. Right. So. Kima, what about you? Um, if you had like your mother-in-law or family, certain family members that didn't like you, like how would you go about that when it comes to your wedding or like anything that you got going on? Let's say like wedding, baby shower, you know, like how would you handle that? Like which, how would you do it? See, I don't, I don't, I don't really care for people's energy. They, they could feel how they feel. Right. She could come. Um, but if you're going to be there and you can't have your attitude, well, I'll ask you to leave. I have mm-hmm. no problem asking you to leave. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I've been in a situation like that too. It wasn't me. It was a person that it was her um her baby shower and her um her boyfriend's um sister doesn't like her, but you know, she had came to the baby shower. You know, it was told to her like the boyfriend told her, like, look, you can come to the baby shower, but you need to come with a good attitude. If you don't, you know, don't show up or you know, I'm gonna have to tell you to leave. And like for some reason it was like, you know, I just felt like okay, you know, family doesn't really need to get into it. So I just was the person and I went to the sister, you know, and I was like, look, you know, everybody in here is feeling that your energy is off. You have had said, you know, some out of, out of pocket things, you know, negative things regarding, you know, the, the mom to be and things like that. And they don't feel comfortable, you know, with you being here and stuff like that. And that like really crushed, you know what I'm saying? It really crushed the damn sister's heart or whatever. And, you know, I'm like, well, look, you know, you chose to show your ass here, you know? You Did know, she came back. Um, No, she came yeah. back um an hour, an hour later or whatever, because her at her husband or whatever, you know, because he had came as well. And he, you know, told her like, look, like this is your baby brother, you know? You don't know if, you know, this could be, you know, the only, you know, niece that you get, you know, from him, you know, you never know. So they, she took an hour for herself or whatever. And she came back her ass and said shit for the rest of the guy. She sat her ass there and ate them goddamn meatballs. She ain't said shit. So. Yeah. And, and I know the circumstances, like family stuff. No one knows like people's backstory to a certain extent. Cause who knows? Maybe she's seen the struggles in the relationship before they got to this point. But you got to understand, you got to let your peoples make the decisions that they want to make. And sometimes I really agree with not letting your family members know everything. Once you start opening that dialogue right. that your significant other may have tendencies of not being shit or y'all are really struggling with certain things, you can't erase how those people view those people afterwards. You can't. You really can't because you... It might be three years prior, y'all went through some cheating shit, and you forgave that motherfucker. But your family might be a little slower to come around. You get what I'm saying? And then you, then you got to spend like not majority, but like time in your relationship explaining like, well, that was then, that was now. People don't forgive as fast as we do, especially when we're the ones in love and they're not. Right. So it just, it just, it, it's circumstantial. It depends. I agree, though. Yeah. Mm. Y'all have brothers though. I don't have no bro. I don't have a brother. Mm-hmm. My mommy didn't give me one like she was supposed to, but whatever. But y'all have brothers. Mm-hmm. How would y'all be the sister in law that spoke up when it came to your brother relationship? Or um, yeah. And I would say I would. I'm a. I also have a god brother. My mom, her other, mm-hmm. my god mom's son or whatever. And you know, it's um, they don't approve of her because of how she had that's my godbrother remember um he has cerebral palsy or whatever but okay. he um she's not as they witnessed her not being nice to him at all so my mom don't fuck with her and neither does his mom and she knows the girlfriend knows or whatever and it's just been where my mom has been in a situation where she has like face-to-face witness you know the way she had talked to him or whatever and I just know for me, if I was there, I know how it would have went, you know, because I'm the type of person, if I see disrespect in front of my face, I'm, I'm a speak up, you know, regardless of like, you know, how, if that person, if I know that person isn't confrontational or knowing they're not going to say anything, I'm going to let it be known that I see you and I hear what the fuck you're saying. 
But like for my for my brothers or whatever, I haven't. You know, he they're young. They're nineteen. The other one's about to be sixteen. So you know, it ain't really much. You know that mm-hmm. I have to say. But am I cool with majority of my brothers' uh, ex girlfriends? Yeah, I am. It's just you know, it's they're young, so it's not really much that I can say. But I do if I if he tells comes to me and tells me something, and I'm like, yo, you're out of pocket. Like you're not ever going to disrespect a female like that. That's why I think that's my favorite part about being their sister is, is that I can tell them that how to you know. What dis you know? What disrespe- dis- disrespectful shit not to do? So I think that's where my vocal point is right now versus when it comes to speaking up because I haven't witnessed anything with them because they're so young. But I do call them out on their bullshit if I feel like they're being disrespectful to a girl or whatever. So that's the only thing I can relate to as of right now of speaking yeah. up. Yeah. So. Kima. Um, I need to. I'm talking about like with your brothers. I said no. Oh. Oh no, I didn't. Wait, oh, I didn't hear you. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I said no. I wouldn't get involved. I mind my business. Yeah. yeah. I get involved with that disrespectful shit, and I'm like, you're not about to treat her like that. So the fuck, I speak up with that shit. I think that's most my favorite part about being a big sister is that correcting them on a bullshit. Because my mom, she just fucking laughs. I'm like, damn. So. She don't think it's serious because of their age. Yeah, because yeah, of their age and stuff things, like that. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did kind of good over this um new way of recording for the podcast. Mm. <laughs> we got to stay safe, y'all. So you can um follow me on Instagram at Jazzy, of course. You can follow the podcast on Instagram as well at I Said What I Said Podcast. You can follow me on IG at Coco the Dondada. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Value Thy Vagina. And you can follow the podcast page on Twitter at ISWIS Pod. <laughs> I said what I said, Pod. So it's all of our, um, it's the podcast name abbreviated, pretty much. And you can follow me at Fashion On Point. On Instagram and Twitter at Fashional Point One, and follow the Instagram. I mean, sorry, the YouTube um, page that I said when I said Space Podcast. Yes, and we are out, episode forty-two. Bye. Bye.